Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from Bullfrog Spas. We're out here for a job fair. They're hiring. They need you. 7017 West, 118 South. On the spot interviews. Come find out what they're all about. Great, uh, great benefits. Great place to work. Bullfrog Spas, 7017 West, 118 South in Harriman. Joining us now, of course, he is the play-by-play voice of the Salt Lake Bees. Our good friend Steve Clocky. What's going on, Steve? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, you know, I, I, as, as far as I know, I don't need a, a job, so I don't need to go out there for the job fair, but I could use a spa. <laughs> oh, well, they've got those too, Steve. You're in luck, yeah. buddy. <laughs> they can take care of you. They can take great care of you. Well, I, hey, you're, you know, during the season, you're on the road a lot. I bet you could use yourself a nice spa, a little wind down. That would be very, very nice, especially the way the schedule laid out this year and having that uh, one day off uh, every Wednesday was, uh, was huge. That would, be, uh, that would be a very nice accessory for the backyard. How has it been this year, Steve? It's been different with the, the kind of rearranging of teams in, in minor league baseball. Has it, been, has it gone smoothly? How do you like it? It's been a lot less taxing uh, on the players from the standpoint you have that built-in day off as opposed to uh, every week as opposed to in the past. We would go from the all-star break to the end of the season with only one day off. Now these guys are a little bit rested. There are no more 3.30 wake-up calls after a night game for a 6 a.m. flight. Uh, they, they travel on the off day. If you're coming home, you don't leave till you know, 10, 10.30. Uh, if you're leaving somewhere, you take the last flight out, maybe 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night to the next city. Much more uh, uh, beneficial for the players uh, from that standpoint. And, and when you fly on Wednesdays, it's cheaper. <laughs> Steve's got to throw that in yeah, there. Right? Right. Uh, Steve, uh, obviously there are really fun reasons to go see a bees game uh, just for the experience. But if you were to nail down like one or two reasons, things that should draw people to the ballpark to watch this particular team, what would they be? Well, number one would be the number of guys that have uh, had a chance to, to play here and then have been uh, called up and had been major factors uh, for the Angels. I mean, two-thirds of the starting outfield right now for the Angels uh, were with the Bees for the better part uh, of this season. And Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh, uh, you've got guys here that have been in the big leagues this season. Uh, uh, Jose Rojas, who is... Uh, big for them uh, in that shortened season last year. Matter of fact, he was leading the Angels in doubles when he got sent down. And, and just kind of a fun thing uh, for back-to-back games, not so much today, but in back-to-back games, the bottom third of the order were all players whose fathers spent at least 10 years in the big leagues. We have Chad Wallach, whose dad, Tim, was a third baseman for Montreal and the Dodgers for many years. We have Preston Palmero, whose dad, Rafael, of course, uh, a longtime Texas Ranger, as well as other teams. And we also have Drew Buterra, whose dad, Sal, was a major league catcher for 11, 12 years and now a major league scout. So um, maybe for me in particular, it's, it's been a lot more fun to, to, to see the, the sons of, of, of major league players play at this point, even though it does tend to make me feel a little bit older. 
Steve, of course, you are the voice of the bees. You are also the voice of the Weber State Wildcats. And uh, Utah, Weber State is what, uh, Gordon, 13 days away? Does that, yeah. uh, does that sound about right? Um, saw that Jay Hill had a, and the squad had a scrimmage today. Give us a little, little preview. What are you expecting out of this year's version of the Wildcats? If anything else that's been uh, that's different from the spring season, guys, I, I really expect the defense to regain its killer instinct, something that's been a part of this uh, Jay Hill-led defense for many years. But now, last year, it was, or last spring, it wasn't quite the same. Uh, the game in which they beat Northern Arizona on the Hail Mary on the final play of the game, they jumped out to a 14-0 lead in the previous two or three years. That was a lock at that point. And then in the playoff game against Southern Illinois, again, they jumped out to a 14-0 lead. In the past two or three years, it would be game over. So I think we're looking to see. Now, part of that was they were missing six or seven starters on defense throughout the course of the year. But I think everybody's healthy right now. And Jay, for the first time in five years, is relinquishing control of the defense. I'm a little bit surprised by that. But he has a lot of trust in his new co-defensive coordinators, Grant Duff, who was an outside linebackers coach, and Joe Dale, who was a safeties coach. So I, I'm looking to see the takeaways get back to the level that it used to be as opposed to what we saw during the spring season. Offensively, I'll be curious to see Bronson Barron, the uh, the quarterback uh, last year who was a dual-threat quarterback, but unfortunately he broke uh, his left wrist in the second game of the season, and when he did come back to play, the running game part of his offense uh, pretty much was gone because you didn't want to risk it you know playing with a broken wrist and really uh, ha- causing some severe damage there he, he certainly has the arm to do it so I, I look for that and it's a three-headed monster at running back I, I, I think this Wildcat team you know there are a lot of expectations for them and I, I think this is a team that's very capable of uh, meeting those expectations. So, obviously, the Utes are going to be really good this year. At least that's our projection for them. Weaver State, one of the best uh, championship-level teams uh, going. Can they stay within a couple touchdowns, Steve? You know, I guess in some ways I would say yes. I remember the last time the two teams played, Weber State jumped out to a 10 to nothing lead, and then I think they relinquished to 41 or 42 consecutive points. And, you know, Kyle Whittingham and Jay Hill go back a long way, so I, I don't know that, uh, that, that Kyle would uh, run up the score on the Wildcats if that happens. But I think they, they can hold their own. But obviously, when you look at the FCS level, uh, they have some depth, but it's all about the starting 22, whereas, you know, Utah and the Pac-12, Twelve, uh, you know, they can go two, three deep and uh, not be all that concerned. So I, I just think uh, the Wildcats can hang in there. I don't have any expectations for a W, but I, I think it could be, uh, you know, maybe a three-touchdown game. Jay Hill has had so much success there, Steve. Um, do you think he's going to stay much longer? I mean, why, why has he stayed as long as he has? And is it just one of those things like maybe Randy Ray, where this is just where he wants to be? Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, he was going to interview for the Utah State job when the boosters came in and said, no, we want Gary a few years back. Uh, I I think he he would go to the right position. Now, what that is, you'd have to ask uh, him about that, but I think he's very comfortable where he is. I think there's a little bit of loyalty involved, the way the school really was supportive of him when his wife Sarah went through the the, the cancer battle a few years ago. Uh, But, you know, I, I could see him uh, uh, in a few positions, but as far as, you know, not just any job would pry uh, Jay away. I think the Utah job obviously would when, uh, you know, Kyle uh, uh, decides to, to hang it up whenever that might be, and I think that would be a very good choice on the part of the Utes. So you think he would be able to make that leap? Uh, football's football, right? He'd be able to right. do that without a problem. 
I, I, I don't think it would be a problem at all. I mean, he did coach, what, uh, 10 years at that level under Kyle uh, at Utah, so he know, knows what it's all about. I think he'd feel very comfortable there. How does he keep finding all these great coaches for his staff? It seems like his staff just gets raided every year, and he seems to find these young coaching studs, and I'm sure they're not paying millions of dollars there at Weber. Um, is that that's probably not something we talk about enough as, as he's been able to find some coaching talent. Exactly. He's lost a lot of uh, coaching talent to both Utah, BYU, and uh, other schools as well. But as you said, he, keep, he keeps finding guys. You know, he, he lost a couple of offensive coordinators in a row, uh, went back to the prep ranks and took Matt Hammer, who had been an offensive coordinator at Weber a few years back. He'd been coaching at Ogden High, I think, for five or six years and brought him back into the collegiate fold. And I thought he did a pretty good job considering uh, the, the lack of an offensive line last year with only one starter healthy the entire season. Uh, so Matt Hammer, I think, at offensive corner, he's a, a, an up-and-comer. I think Grant Duff, who, when I first started doing the Wildcats, he was the operations guy, so he was the guy I always talked to about booking travel. And now he's moved from uh, uh, that to linebackers coach and now co-defensive coordinator, bringing Andre Dawson back into the state to, as the cornerback coach. And I think the Wildcats are very deep at, at that position. Skyler Ridley, the tight end coach, he just keeps finding him. You know, obviously, if you're a young coach and you get an opportunity to coach under Coach Hill, you're not going to turn it down i'm sure he is being sought out by young coaches all over for one of those coveted assistance positions yeah and being able to have well to have the talent to see uh who's got great potential as a coach uh I, I, that, that's a real skill and uh i gotta respect Jay hill for that and an outstanding, you know, recruiter. One of the first things he wanted to do, because when he took over, you know, the Wildcats had gone through four coaches in three years. It was a, a mess. The, uh, the, the light at the end of the tunnel was an oncoming train at that point. And uh, one of the key, one of the first things he said, he, he needed to reestablish dominance over Southern Utah in the battle for the FCS caliber players. And that's uh, probably the biggest thing that he's turned around because, uh, you know, at that point, Southern Utah was a very strong program. They haven't been as good lately and then they'll be out of the big sky this year or after this year and, and Jay has won those in-state uh, recruiting battles plus he's got uh, a nice pipeline to California as well so uh, he, he's got uh, the ties that are necessary at all levels as do those assistant coaches uh, to get uh, some of the best FCS caliber players and in some cases some guys who have started off at uh, FBS schools and it hasn't worked out uh, from a depth standpoint and so they want playing time so they come to, to Weber State and, uh, and get some time thought it was pretty cool that they're going to uh, put Coach Mack in the Weaver State Hall of Fame. Exactly. I mean, he was, uh, you know, before the uh, the, the upheaval uh, when, uh, when when John L. was brought in, uh, you know, Mac kind of resurrected the program a little bit. Uh, and no disrespect meant to my uh, analyst on the games, uh, Jerry Graybeal, who's still a part of the athletic uh, uh, hierarchy there. But uh, he, he really got them back into it. He, he won a Big Sky championship, albeit a shared title. Uh, and so he kind of set the table to get things turned around. It took a couple of steps back, as I said, uh, during that three-year period. But has has brought it back so so max certainly uh, uh, deserves uh, that opportunity to be in the hall of fame and i'm happy for him okay fellas i'm gonna say this and uh i'm gonna do everything i can to make it not sound creepy all right Jake? oh boy but steve uh, a few years ago i was uh, uh invited into the uh, weaver state locker room uh to uh, as a part of something i was writing and when i walked in there 
before and at, and at halftime and after the game. One thing that stood out to me is these guys, some of the guys may not be as big as some of, uh, you know, the, the top-notch recruits at Utah and BYU. But, man, I looked around the room and I said, these guys are real athletes. These, I mean, it, it's not like it's some huge step down. No, it really isn't. And, you know, I, yeah, every year there's some FCS team that knocks off uh, uh, an FBS team. I know that the, the Weber had a lead going into the fourth quarter three or four years ago at Cal. Uh, they should have won the game at San Diego State, if not for a bogus holding call on a kickoff return for a touchdown by uh, Rashid Shahid. So, uh, I, I, again, to me, the, obviously, as you mentioned, size and maybe speed might be a difference. But, obviously, team depth is the biggest difference between uh, FCS and FBS, but it's a, it's a fun caliber of football to watch. And, you know, the first home game uh, on the 18th is against James Madison University, a perennial powerhouse, a former national champion that's knocked off the Wildcats in the playoffs in the quarterfinals and the semifinals uh, during the past four years. So that that's developed into a nice rivalry, and this will be the first time that uh, James Madison will be here uh, at, uh, at uh, Stewart Stadium in Ogden. Plus, you know, you look at the future schedules, this game against against Utah, it's the first of, I think it's four meetings against uh, Pac-12 schools in the next five years. They play the Utes again in 2023. Uh, they play at Washington in 2024 and Arizona in uh, 2025. And, uh, you know, great competition for the Wildcats to start off with, not to mention the, the paychecks. I think it's 600000 uh, for the Utes games, and that's pretty much clear considering there's no travel expense. And then you've got, I think, 700000 from Washington, six fifty from Arizona. So, you know, great to uh, help out the the athletic department coffers as well. Well, someone has to pay Steve Clowkey's uh, salary. <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, wait, wait. I got to ask Steve a question, a baseball question. You mind? Okay. We're not paying enough attention to Mr. Otani, are we? I mean, what this guy is doing is unbelievable. 40 home runs and pitching the way he does from the mound. He's the only he, he's the only guy to uh, hit a ball over 100 miles per hour and pitch a ball over 100 miles per hour. <laughs> if he if he were playing in New York, it'd be lights out. I mean, uh, it would be you know the, the the spotlight would be on day in and day out. And uh, it's just now that the people are catching up to seeing exactly what it is that uh, he's capable of doing. He could be you know an, an MVP and a Cy Young Award winner, even if you separated his two uh, specialties, the pitching and the hitting. He's just amazing to watch. He had his 40th home run yesterday, which is a new uh, uh, left-handed batter record for the Angels. Reggie Jackson had the old record at 39, so uh, he is just uh, so much fun to watch, and he has so much fun playing the game. And, you know, when the Angels signed him, one of the reasons he signed with the Angels was because he was insistent about being a two-way player, and some of the teams wanted to, you know, make him just an outfielder or just a pitcher, but the Angels allowed him what he wanted to do, and obviously it's it's paid off. It would be nice to see what would happen if they if they had Trout, but there's no uh, timetable for his return as of yet. So he is just so much fun to watch, and I think people really need to pay closer attention uh, because this is a once-in-a-lifetime situation. He never spent any time here, did he? No, he did not. Okay. Uh, he, he, well, he by the time he, he, he was signed with the Angels, he already spent three or four, five years in, in the major leagues over in Japan. Yeah. All right. Uh, for those folks that don't know, Steve Clocky is is a food guy, and uh, he loves that uh, <laughs> the diners, dives, drive-ins uh, show. And, <laughs> yes, and, yes uh, I've been to, been to two hundred one now. Wow. And Steve spends a lot of time in specific 
kind of random markets, right? You know, PCL and, and Big Sky Markets. So, so I'm, I want to put you to the test, Steve. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm in downtown Reno. It's mm-hmm. dinner time, and mm-hmm. I want some shawarma. Where am I going? Shawarma? In Reno? <laughs> shawarma. Mediterranean food. I, oh, I know. I know what it is, but I just, uh, I, I, that's not something I've, I've uh, found really in downtown okay. Reno. I, I, found, <laughs> I, I found great Basque food there. There's a, a Chicago hot dog, an Italian beef stand. There's uh, some pretty good uh, barbecue. But uh, shawarma, I've, uh, I'm, I'm kind of racking my brain around downtown Reno, which doesn't take very long. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't say that I, I know of any shawarma place in, in downtown town reno but i do like shawarma see see you passed the test though because you know there's no shawarma in downtown uh, downtown reno uh reno. there's, a, there's I, a lot of things that aren't in downtown reno <laughs> i was just trying to think <laughs> of the most random food i could think of uh one of my but, favorite uh, things real quick in in downtown reno is uh, they have a hash house a go-go that breakfast oh, place yeah. in the, uh, and there's a sign outside uh with the autographs of uh, several former nba players signing that have signed this menu and, and one of them is big t but when they have the plaque underneath they don't say Thurl Bailey signed it. It's Thur Bailey. <laughs> they left off the L. Oh, nice. So since you eat at so many different restaurants and so many different places, Steve, where's your go-to place around these parts? Oh, boy, that's uh, uh, there's there's a few places. It depends on the meal. Breakfast, it's obviously the Park Cafe over on uh, 13th South. Uh, uh, for dinner, I definitely, you know, a, a family, not not a family, but uh, more of a, a nice dinner, but not overly expensive. Uh, you know, Bandits over there in the southeast corner uh, uh, of 215 is a, a pretty good stop. I know that when I have visitors here, we always try to make a stop at uh, at Red Rock and a few others. But the, the one place I haven't been to that uh, I was told uh, P.J. Carlissimo insists that I try, but uh, I, I don't have the same per diem as P.J., and that's <laughs> Uh, Valters, the Italian restaurant downtown. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, Steve, I understand you have a doubleheader tonight. The weather didn't cooperate yesterday, so what? We're getting things going at uh, five o'clock down at the ballpark. Yep, five oh five with the first game. Uh, each game's uh, seven innings long, about thirty minutes in between games. So uh, two for the price of one tonight. Let's play two. The more clowky, the better. That's my. That's what <laughs> I don't I know about say. that. Bring <laughs> on more clowky, uh, Steve. We appreciate you jumping on with us. Thanks, buddy. All right, anytime, guys. There's our friend Steve Clockey, uh, doubleheader. Um, the big show will continue on, by the way, at 5 on 97.5, and uh, Steve and the Bees game will be over on 1280. Doubleheader at the ballpark, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, too bad they couldn't get uh, get the game in yesterday. But I, I have you been to a, a Bees doubleheader? I have not. It, it's I've cool. I've plenty of Bees games, but I've never sat down for two games. So the doubleheaders, they move. They move pretty quick, and as Steve said, they do seven innings or whatever, but they, you get a lot of baseball in one night. So <laughs> get over to the ballpark and uh, and watch the Bees tonight. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. Thanks to Steve for jumping on with us. We're here at Bullfrog Spas. Uh, we're out here promoting the job fair today. If you're looking for a new gig, listen up. 7017 West, 118 South here in Harriman. Our friend Marshall is jumping on with us once again. And Marshall, you guys are blowing up and uh, you need some team members to help uh, help make it happen. We sure do. We have a variety of positions open, particularly manufacturing and oper- operations related. Um, come on down. So i got to ask you, Marshall, what job here that would be available for our producer, Austin? Um, I- I'm just wondering what would fit him the best out here at Wolfram. Uh, you know, I, f- 
I believe I follow Austin on Twitter, so I'm I'm pretty familiar I'm with sorry. some of his skill sets. <laughs> um, you know, we do have some some sweeping positions, oh, uh, which okay. are what they sound like. Good for the forearms. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, there's a lot of walking too, so I don't know how you are on getting your steps each day. See, you know, Austin, he's a he's a strong guy. He's got a lot of like physically, you know, kind of, mentally, kind of aggressive. <laughs> I could see. Let me put it this way: I could see Austin moving around some tubs. You know, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what? Every we move our our tubs many times throughout the entire factory. So you're you're absolutely right. We could bring him in and help move some tubs around. Can I That's sing it. Russian dock worker songs while I do it? I don't know. It just well, feels like a job. I need to be uh, heave ho. That sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I won't be working next to you, so I, I have no problem with that at all. <laughs> uh, great benefits. You realize it's a competitive job market out there, so you're really doing some cool stuff uh, for these uh, new hires. Yeah, it's extremely competitive. Uh, for that, we've we've stepped our game up on tuition reimbursement. Our health and dental insurance has always been great with low premiums. Here in this new facility, we've uh, added to our cafeteria space and break areas. We also, uh, what you guys have not seen yet, we have a fitness room upstairs that our nice. employees can use as well and, and showers in the bathrooms upstairs. So a uh, couple of the things that we've added here at this facility. You got showers here? Yeah. Uh, Jake, I'll see you later. Right. I might go take a shower. Go, uh, go get clean, huh? Uh, this, the, that's what I'm saying. This, this building looks like a fantastic place to work. I mean, you know, that... That's underrated, I think. You know, you want to go to work in some dungy place that, you know, isn't appealing. Absolutely. Bill's over there eating your food. And you got, I mean, you got a beautiful cafeteria here. It's nice. Yep, yep. And, you know, the, the feel and the vibe goes along with the building as well. And it's as beautiful inside as it is outside. Find out if this is a good fit for you. 717 West, 118 South. Job fair going on tonight until 7. Tomorrow, 11 to 2. Uh, on-site interviews. And uh, come check it out. Bullfrog Spas. Thanks, Marshall. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. We're joined now by Dick Harmon, sports columnist for the Deseret News. Some talk about Kalani and being extended and not being extended and, you know, how long they're going to let it play out. How do you view this situation? You have Mark Pope being backed by the owner of the Utah Jazz, a person that's put up money for him at Utah Valley and at BYU. Now you've got Kalani coming in with the guy with Bill Bar, and it's his buddy, and he's got a pocketbook that's pretty deep. So Kalani now has his guy in his corner, and he's got leverage now because of what's happened with his friend and his connection in talking to those who are very close to Kalani is that he's approaching this with humility. He's saying, I haven't done anything yet. I've got to do something. I think that's where Kalani's coming from is that he wants to prove even more and then come in with his money back and say, okay, let's get it done. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is your Cougars at 30 update here on the Zone Sports Network. BYU defensive coordinator Elisa Tuiaki talks about if his defense's youth will impact his play calling. Uh, the QB battle is going to be one we're going to we're going to have to stay tuned into um, until September fourth. Uh, that that position group is really competitive. Uh, they all have their things that they're specifically good at, and so it's kind of hard to pin uh, which one is the hardest to 
to uh, to guard against because each one you're having to change your game to um, just to keep up with them. So uh, I'm excited to see where who they pick and who comes out on top. Um, but you can't go wrong with either one. That was actually Chaz Ayu giving his opinion on the quarterback battle. It does help if you, uh, you know, preview the right clip. Uh, this update brought to you by Syringa Networks. Working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from Bullfrog Spas, it's their job fair. 7017 West, 118 South. They're hiring for all sorts of different positions, uh, starting at 1650 an hour. Uh, great benefits, tuition reimbursement, uh, 401k retirement plan, on-the-job training. Uh, if you're looking for a new gig, come find out if it's a good fit here at Bullfrog Spas and their job fair going on until 7 o'clock tonight, 11 to 2 tomorrow, on-site interviews. And, uh, yeah, they're looking to add team members. We tried to get Austin a job out here earlier, but uh, I don't slinging know. tubs. Yeah, I just walked back into the warehouse back there. Yeah, it's huge. Oh my gosh, huge! What? Well, I, I why am why are you trying to get me a, a different job? No, I'm just wondering. Oh, I'm not not a different. What do you know job. that I don't know? No, no, not a different job. A job in attendant. An attendant. Oh, with job. all my free time, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just thought you know you might appreciate that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Austin doesn't have a lot of free time, I think is what he's implying. Yeah. I would like, you know, a week off every month. That's, But for you, Gordon, that's that's uh, less than you get now, isn't it? So, Buzzing. I'm going to ignore that comment. <laughs> All right. Let's, Gordon still has a few more items on the list. Let's, uh, let's keep going. All right. So earlier we were talking about Dax Milne and his success with the Washington football team. Let me ask you this question. I think I know the answer. Uh, in talking with you through the years, but do you go out of your way to watch NFL games with former college players of interest? Oh, yes, very much. Do you think that, I mean, do you think folks here in Utah will be watching a lot of NFL games this year because of uh, the players that are out there? You know, I mean, I know that BYU fans will be very interested in what Zach Wilson does, but he's not the only one. So, I I don't know, maybe... Maybe I'm a little weird in this sense, so I'm not a, a good person to gauge this if you're looking for overall interest out there. But I'm a bigger college football fan than an NFL fan. I like college football better. So I'm more... Yes, I watch the, the, the players that I watched in college. or the, I, I've always followed my Hokies to the NFL, you know? I know you have. So that's... Ron the, Mexico, you were watching. I lot. was a huge Michael Vick fan, so I was a Falcons fan for a while. You know, it's just... But I don't know if I'm the norm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. You said uh, that you, uh, you like the college game better than the NFL. Uh, if there were an NFL franchise here, I'm, I think, and there's a lot of people who agree with you, if there were an NFL team here, I think their minds would change. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I've been that way since I was a kid, though. Yeah, but have you ever been in a market where an NFL team was as, a, as, a, as an adult? Uh, no. 
I, that, I'm saying it'll probably alter your thinking. I don't know it, but I just think it might. See, I don't know, because it's, it's not about the product, why people are college football fans. That's what I think a lot of people don't understand. It's not about the high level of football. Well, that's it's what about, I know. But, it's about but, your attachment. Yeah, but you don't care about that. I've been a Virginia Tech fan, not because I was a Virginia Tech fan when they sucked. (laughs) When they were a fledgling uh, independent squad that could barely win a game. It's because it's it's the attachment to it. Are you interested? uh, PK and I have, have an ongoing discussion about that because I think that, for instance, jazz fans here are every bit as attached to their team as college fans are of their teams. And he always says, "Well, yeah, but you you live uh, on a college, on a you are essentially always on a college campus, and that that creates this bond." But my counter to that is that people here have been many people have been jazz fans because they live here for three decades, if not longer. So I, I think that bond can be every bit as as deep and as tight. Yeah, I more agree with PK. At least it's it's if you want to say more or less, I don't know, but it's different. Okay. Do you think people will be interested in watching Aaron Rodgers with the Packers this year because he doesn't want to be there? He doesn't want to be there, Jake. So, so how will that affect the way he plays? Are you talking about a guy taking games on purpose? No. Well, that's just, what you're implying. No, I'm not implying that at all. I'm wondering if he can overcome the fact that. He doesn't want to be there. Did he forget how to play football? <laughs> yeah, but what about... I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't see really the storyline there. Do you think he's the type of person... You don't see a storyline there. You, well, no, no, no. I, uh, sorry, I didn't mean it that way. More like, do you think it's going... Why would it impact the way he plays on the field? Because when you're motivated... You, how many times do your jazz players say, we'd love to win a championship for this city? You know, I... I maybe he feels some connection to the fans... He doesn't feel it for the team, I don't think. Just my opinion. I, I, I think he's a, he's a professional. I think he's going to have a close to MVP-like season. Washington State coach Nick Rolovich uh, says he will follow the mandate by Washington's uh, governor up there, which requires all employees at state schools to get vaccinated. He had said previously that he would not get the shot and he was not at, at Pactol Media Day, right? He was not. Um, and that was the reason? That was the reason. Um, the mandate does allow for exceptions for medical or religious reasons. Uh, he didn't come right out and say that he's going to get the jab. Uh, so I'm not sure what that means. He says he's going to follow the mandate, but he didn't say that he's getting the shot. I'm a little confused. Well, he's following the mandate. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't want to lose his several million dollar a year gig, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, if it came down to be interesting, if it came down to losing his job, I don't think he would choose that course. Six Kentucky football players, Jake, have been charged with burglary from an incident at a party in March where three of them were sent packing from the party because they weren't invited. But they returned later, allegedly, and forced their way into the premises, onto the premises, and one allegedly brandished a handgun. I'm sure that's not overly pleasing for the uh, Wildcat fans back there. Six players? It's a lot. 
I it's what it is. It's really terrible. I I you know hearkening back to my own college days when you're. I mean, I don't know what kind of party this is, but when you're having a party and there's people over, you kind of have to manage the situation. Where <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You got to yeah. know who who's there and who's doing what. And I, it, I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, is I've been uh, rebuffed at parties before, and you just say okay and go find something else to do. I don't know. You need to come back with a handgun and rob the place for crying out loud. Uh, not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. Jake, uh, the uh, Jeopardy host situation has changed now. Uh, Mike Richards, the man who was originally tapped to be the heir to Alex Trebek's throne as host, is now stepping down. He hired himself, didn't he? Yeah, that's that's why I don't feel bad for this guy. I actually haven't looked into the story that much. He had some something happen when he was... Uh, at the prices right right he, he was on a podcast and he he said some things that uh, people found objectionable yeah, I, I don't so, know. but that's going to cost him it, a lot of money because he was going to make a lot as the host uh, saying that he chose himself maybe we all be in the position that we can choose <laughs> ourselves for the jobs that we want <laughs> can you imagine that I, you know, think I, think, I, I think, you know, I'm going to have all these other highfalutin celebrities come in and try out, and then I'm going to pick myself. I just want to be there at the announcement. Well, guys, we've, we've thought long and hard and <laughs> gone through an extensive search process, and we finally found the perfect replacement for our dear Alex Trebek. Me. And, and it's me. <laughs> or please welcome your new host of Jeopardy! <laughs> Me. I hope he really like opened an envelope too. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to find out who it is. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna open it up. Here we go, everyone. And the new host is. Oh my goodness, it's me. I'd like to thank all the little people along the way that allowed me to get to this. This was a tough decision for me. But when it came down to it, I was really the only candidate that uh, could step in and do the job. Yeah, I'm the only one that could really uh, had the talent, you know, had, had the uh, sort of the presence. You know, I've, I've prided myself over the years of being a fine talent evaluator. And when I looked in the mirror this morning, I thought, God, there's the talent for the job. <laughs> if you if you own the radio station, <laughs> would you would you hire yourself? Absolutely. What's the point of owning it if you can't hire yourself? <laughs> I wonder if Ryan Smith would want to you know, be a host. Both drive times. Here we go. <laughs> it's me. I think, I think it's he, me. I think he might have some other things on his yeah, plate. Yeah, he probably does. Jake, uh, Christy Tolliver uh, has been hired as an assistant coach by the Dallas Mavericks under new coach Jason Kidd. Tolliver, of course, two-time WNBA champion, had been coaching – uh, here and there for the Wizards, and now joins the Mavs staff. Uh, I've asked you this question off the air. Let me ask it on it. How long before a woman is a head coach in the NBA? You think that's, I mean, is that even, are we to the point now where there's enough open-mindedness to do that, or do you think there's still an old boy network that's going to get in the way? Oh, I mean, I have no doubt that there are old boy networks out there, but um, I don't think it's too far off. Not at all? Well, 
I remember. Well, but, but the thing I, is, is you have to groom quality candidates, right? And they're just they're they're the more female coaches there are in the ranks in the NBA, the more inevitable it is, right? right. You know, when it was just Becky Hammond, you know, and I know she's getting all these interviews and. And uh, she might get a gig sooner rather than later. But, yeah. you know, the more the coaching ranks are filled with females, obviously, the more inevitable that's going to be. But, you know, I think Becky Hammond is, is more than qualified uh, at the moment. She's been in the NBA now for, uh, for a long, long time. But you can't expect an NBA franchise to hire an unqualified candidate. Right. right? So, you know, the more of these candidates are, are groomed and included, the the more inevitable it is. So I don't know if I could give you a time frame, but I don't think we're far away. I remember hosting radio shows uh, many years ago, probably two decades ago, where we would get in real arguments with certain callers over this. And some callers were just like, nah, it'll never happen, nor should it happen, you know. And now it seems like there's a more enlightenment. Uh, I hope it happens if someone's qualified for the job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes so the too. best man for the job is a woman. I'm surprised. Uh, I know this, this is not all that related, but I'm surprised there's not more European head coaches in the NBA. You know, yeah. There's a lot of good basketball being played overseas. Why don't we see, you know, we see a lot of good European players come over here and play. Why? You can't tell me that there's not good coaching going on over there, too, you know. Just because it's not the norm doesn't mean that it's not the smart thing to do. You know what I mean? And, sure. and if NBA franchises want to win, they're going to find the smart, capable coaches to get them there. And I'm, I don't see any reason why that could not be a woman as easy as it could, as easily as it could be a man. And the question that, that comes attendant with that is: uh, Will the will the male players follow a female coach? Well, that. I mean, the answer to that is yes, because, you know, in theory, uh, they have to. But that's why, you know, when this inevitably happens, uh, the franchise, like any other coach, has to have the coaches back. I mean, no different. I mean, don't you think players will find uh, any sort of, uh, all sorts of reasons to walk over coaches if they can? Yeah, I suppose so. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you'd hope whoever makes that first hire will, will you'll have the full backing of the franchise behind the coach and then, it becomes an on-issue because you gotta. Good point. <laughs> One last thing real quick. Uh, Tony Finau was leading the uh, Northern Trust uh, tournament, uh, the playoff. What would they call that? It's like a championship playoff or something. FedEx. The FedEx Cup. Uh, and he was he was leading earlier. Right now, he is uh, one stroke behind John Rahm. So that'll be interesting to see if Tony Finau can uh, grab himself that trophy. Phoenix's own. <laughs> Not when he's on the leaderboard. He's Utah's own. Well, he doesn't live here anymore. But he's Utah's own. When he's down, you know, in 50, 50th sp- uh, spot, then he's from he's Arizona's. Right now, he's Utah's. Stay tuned. We're live from Bullfrog Spots. We've got a market update coming up next. 70, 17 West, 118 South, right out here in Harriman. They are hiring uh, great wages, great benefits, terrific place to work. If you're looking for a new gig, come on out and see us. They have some uh, food for you, too. Don't want you interviewing on an empty stomach. They've got on-site interviews. And, uh, yeah, they need your help. So come out here, uh, 70, 17 uh, West, excuse me. 118 South here in Harriman. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the 2021 season by listing off the top 60 players in the state of Utah as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top 60 and 60, weekdays at 1.30. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon. On your home of the the best college football coverage in Utah. 975-1280 the zone in the Zone Sports Network. Oh hey guys, Jake here for my friends at Peach Window and Door. They are a locally owned and operated company. They are passionate Utah Jazz fans, and Cindy and her group are passionate about what they do. Uh, when it comes to windows and doors, they've been Utah's premier retailer since 1993. Uh, they can do custom work. Their whole goal is to make sure that you are satisfied. Uh, if you can't dream it, they can do it uh and listen they are a turnkey window and door company i mentioned they want to make sure you get what you want meaning they don't do high pressure sales they're not going to try and push you into uh, one direction or the other uh they have their own crews which means they don't do the subcontractor thing you know everybody's been there where you're trying to get a hold of a sub and you're texting and you're calling and you get nothing back they believe in customer service. If you call them, they will talk to you. They will help you. They want you to be satisfied, and they back everything up with guarantees designed to do just that. So uh, they have 0% interest financing. Uh, they have free in-home estimates, so get the ball rolling today. You can go to peachbuildingproducts.com, find out where they have over 255-star reviews on Google. Uh, you can go into their beautiful showroom. It's great. See for yourself what they're capable of. 2940 South, 300 West or call schedule one of those estimates 801-566-1255 that's 801-566-1255 peach window and door your home for the best college football coverage in utah this is your utes at 50 update on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network Unit 50 updates. The quarterback battle continues on. Cam Rising was asked about what lessons he learned while recovering from his shoulder injury. That it's a process. I mean, just like anything, it, it, you have to stick to that process. You have to take the right steps and not make, and make sure that you're not getting away from that and just get extra rehab when you can and take advantage of that stuff. This update brought to you by our friends at SNS Roofing, your locally owned roof repair experts. For a free quote and for all of your roofing needs, call SNS Roofing. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Time for a market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, live from Bullfrog Spas. It's their job fair, 7017 West, 118th South out here in Harriman. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. But, Gordon, how did the markets do today? Jake, it's been uh, sort of a, a selling market uh, over the week, and uh, so the markets were down a bit, uh, but uh, rallied today with a strong day. The Dow 
for instance, was up nearly 226 points. After the recession, I dropped 90 mil. Well, I've recouped that and doubled it. Jeez. Who, who, who was that? The NASDAQ was, uh, was up uh, very healthy, 172.8 points. Okay, what's 25% of, of $2 billion? <laughs> and the S&P was up uh, almost uh, 37, no, 36 points. So I'm up to half a billion now. And so I got less time than I got money. So I got to burn through this, man. Come on, let's do it. Tell you what, you live quite the lifestyle, don't you? I wasn't talking about me. You I was are, reading something. You are truly just living the dream. I, I was reading something that somebody else was uh, involved in, not me. Believe me, Jake, if I had a billion dollars, uh, you you would be... Another billion? You, you would be leeching off me left and right. Me? Yes, you. No, I would never. You have a billion dollars now and I don't le- leech <laughs> off you. Not true. All right, we're here at Bullfrog Spas. It's their job fair, uh, 7017 West, 118 South, out here in Harriman. Our friend Marshall is jumping on with us once again. And, Marshall, business is good, and you need uh, folks to come help you with it. We sure do. You get Marshall turned up there. Yeah. We, uh, there we go. Am I there on? we go. Yeah, we, we do. We have a lot of hot tubs to make. We're excited to make them. Um, we just need, we need some help. By the way, this is this is uh, Gordon and I both took a little peek back in the warehouse uh, back there. This beautiful. is uh, beautiful. Not only a first class operation, but uh, it's giant. <laughs> it's amazing. It it really is. You know, I I think we took a page out of the Jazz's book, stepping up their game on the Energy Solutions Arena, or sorry, the Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, we've really added to this facility and, and improved it from where we've been before, and providing a better experience for all of our team members. Jake was expecting like a little hut back there, you know, with uh, maybe some gnomes working or something. Right? Gnomes? <laughs> no, I don't think that's what I expected. But you're it, right. It is. Huge back there. It's huge, and uh, and you guys do great work. You're sending spas all over the planet, and uh, it, I think it's really cool. You're a local company right here in Utah. People can come in and be a part of it. Marshall, where do you think the uh, the most remote place where a bullfrog spa happens to be right now? Ooh, that is a fantastic in Tibet somewhere. Or question. Something? <laughs> um, you know, I believe that we have some down in Brazil, uh, Australia. Definitely Europe, so maybe some remote places in Europe. Wow. Cool. Tibet. What the Dalai Lama's just said. <laughs> like, loving my bullfrog. <laughs> uh, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the gigs because uh, you guys are doing great wages and great benefits too. Yeah, we, we uh, have health and, health and dental insurance uh, with extremely low premiums as always. Uh, paid time off and holidays. We are... Our night shift is only three days a week, so they have four days off every week. Also, they rotate once a month, so they, that provides a, uh, one week off once a month. Our day shift is four days a week, so they have three-day weekends. So you're working 24-7 out of here, huh? Pretty dang close, yeah. Wow. I was thinking, uh, Gordon and I were talking about this, that uh, the one week off uh, every month, that would be a cool gig for a skier, right? Where you can just go slamming it a bunch of days right in a row. It would be a great gig. Well, I think Gordon would get some blisters from the golf during that week, but it's my probably game, worth it. My game would either get a lot better or a lot worse, one or the other. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to go with the latter, but maybe the former. <laughs> you never know. Uh, no, great opportunities. Uh, you can go to bullfrogspas.com slash hiring fair, or really just come out here. You guys are doing on-site interviews, and 
hoping to find some teammates today, right? We are, and we're, we're offering lunch uh, today and tomorrow. So you not only get an interview on the spot, but also come, come get some food. Sounds good to me. Do you have a company motto? Well, I don't know about motto. We have a mission statement to create peaceful lives. Probably the closest right. thing. We've heard, yep. uh, we've heard about that in the past. And as a bullfrog owner myself, I know I always feel peaceful in my tub. And usually when I'm outside my tub, I'm not all that peaceful. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it just does something to you, Jake. I've never had you over, have I? Not for a soak in the tub, no. Maybe I'll get well, this, to come this over. This just got a little awkward. It did. It did. <laughs> that happens. Uh, 7017 West, 118 South here in Harriman, just west of Harriman High School. Thanks, Marshall. Thank you, guys. All right, more next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Kalani, he checks the box in nearly every single category of what type of coach you want at BYU. 11-1 didn't get you an extension. When most coaches in an 11-1 season with three years left would have got some type of extension. There are certain coaches out there that just have looked at coaching at BYU as the be-all of all existence. And for them, if it is, that's great. But for other people, it's like, no, I want to get paid. I want to get paid market value. You, I want to get paid uh, and have an extension on par with my peers. I continue to ask the question of what does he need to do to truly be valued and loved there? And if it takes Tennessee coming in and being like, hey, we want you to come coach in the SEC, man, I think it'll be a similar outcome that we just saw with Bronco. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.